You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bellas Podcast. Today, reality shows collide because we have Vanderpump Rules star Stassi Schroeder on the show. And make sure to stick around through the end of the episode because our friends Skylar Gray and Elliot Taylor are debuting their brand new song together. And lucky us, my fiance Artem is back to host a hilarious edition of everyone's favorite game show, Bella Brains. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Bree. And I'm Nicole. And this is the Bella's Podcast. You know this episode gets juicy, so I can't wait to get into it. Me either. And that means it's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right. So we're opening up today with Stasi from Vanderpump Rules. And we're opening up with what she says she would have for her last meal, which is a glass of prisoner red wine. Yes. Listen, mm. people ask me what my favorite drink is all the time. And I'm like, it depends on the time of day. But if we're really going to talk about it, I can only have one last drink, it has to be like the best glass of red wine. And I just love prisoner. Have you ever had um, Opus One? No. Oh, oh gosh. I, Don't get her started. Why not? It's, it's delicious, but then it just drains your bank account. How much a bo- is it for a bottle? Well, depending where you get it. <laughs> so if it's not a restaurant, $250 to $350. If it's, it's not, not a restaurant? <laughs> so just for like a cozy night at home, it's like I'm yeah. going to saucy a $350 <laughs> bottle of wine. Right? Yeah, She's bougie when it comes to her wine. It's not for Whoa. the daily, but... Do you um, know how many times I've been buzzed and my sister's like, 
we should get this bottle. And then Brian will be like, you guys spent $500 at dinner. See, I feel like prisoner being like, I think it's like $55 when I, you know, get it at the grocery or something. And I'm like, that seems bougie to me. I'm like, look at me all adult, like just drinking $55 bottles of (laughs) wine at home by myself. I I I hate how snooty my palate is. I like wish... I could, I mean, and I do appreciate some good under 20s. Okay. When my yeah. sister and I are at dinner, literally, and the waiter comes, I'm like, I'm looking at your 40 to $60 bottles, and Nicole's like, what? Do you guys drink wine every day? We used to until we started to get yeast guts, and then we, you know, realized we had it's to cut back. It's a real thing, What's a yeast gut? So do you notice sometimes when people are, are in good shape, but they tend to bloat a lot just yeah. by putting one little thing in their body and it mm-hmm. could be a cantaloupe? I feel that way anytime I eat anything that's not water. So, <laughs> so you have the yeast gut. You might have the yeast gut. And I get a stomach ache, which mm. I assume is gas. Yeah, yeast guts. It was literally the day we found out it broke our hearts in a million. And you pieces. both, go, you both have them. Yeah. Supposedly, okay. we had to go on yeast diets, like twin, twin weird <laughs> shit. I was like, so now I take out everything that's fun, good bread, because when you think of everything, you pair with wine too. Okay, enough with the bad news. I know this is yeah, so depressing. I, let's, let's talk about good let's news good because we both are news. engaged. Yes, we are. Yes. Love it. And so all of our listeners have been hearing from like my family and my. They've been hearing a lot about my engagement, but let's hear about yours and how you got engaged. How did Bo do it? Is what we all want to know. Um, in a cemetery. (gasps) What? In Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Wow, creepy, but I can't wait to hear more. I I'm from New Orleans. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Oh yes, wrestled there many times. And they have the most beautiful above ground cemeteries, and it's kind of just like a part of our culture a little bit. I have so many photos of me as like a kid in the cemeteries being black and white photos. And whenever um, we go out of town or travel, Bo will take me to a different cemetery in like a different country. And I love to visit them. And so he knew that that's something that I'm interested. I, you know, I, I just, I like it. And so we actually got engaged there at Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which I thought was my scene that I had set up. So I was not wearing a very cute outfit. This is on camera too. I thought it was going to be like a throwaway scene. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I, you know, I'd been telling the producers I want to go shop for mausoleums. And mm-hmm. he's like, that is so morbid. Like, why are we going to go shop for our graves? We're not even engaged yet. Why would we do that? I'm like, whatever. It'll be a fun scene. It'll be a throwaway scene. They probably won't use it. I looked like shit, but it, that's, yeah, he hijacked my scene. <laughs> that's actually really cute. Aww. Now, how did he start off proposing? What was his first word? Because you're in a cemetery. Well, after we had looked at mausoleums, you know how in every scene it you get to a point where like you kind of settle in on in a spot and talk. You yeah, know, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we like settled in and sat down on a bench, and then he looked over and he's like, "What's on the ground?" And it was like a mini urn looking thing. And I thought it was a bell. Like, you know how like back in the day they had bells attached to the graves? I thought it was that. And he picked it up and then he was on one knee. And and it's funny because it's hazy. I like can't. Isn't it weird how that happens? I can't remember everything he said. He doesn't even remember. But one thing I do remember is the same thing you said, Nicole, that like that ever since I've met you, my life has done a 180 or turned completely upside down or something like that. And <laughs> I don't remember any of the rest. I just remember I was like, oh my God, I'm finally getting engaged. Yeah, that's so <laughs> It cute. is an exciting moment. It was blurry for me, like after we did it. 
Now we hiked five miles. Oh my god! I was in an ugly outfit too. And then like sweating and breathing hard. Half the crew didn't even make it to the top of the mountain. Oh. And that's when my husband decided to do it. Did the crew know? So they were confused, they said. They're like, your husband never, what, you know, at the time, they're like, your boyfriend never really said when he was going to do it. So the whole time they're thinking, maybe it's on this hike. Because they're like, he kind of did say something about being active. And that's so my husband not to like fully tell them. That is insane. But they almost missed it because they weren't for sure. And he didn't keep the ring in the box. He had it in his pocket. Just hiking so loose. So, Brian. Loose. Just loose. a loose ring in the pocket? Yeah. That it's, is so risky. But he looked at the ocean because we were in Big Sur and he's like, our love's like the ocean. I do remember that part and that was it. Endless. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird the moments you remember? Yes. It is. It, but I have to say, you know, when you first said it, I was like, it's creepy, but there's something really romantic about it, yeah. too. I mean, I, I've always felt that way about graveyards. I just like to walk through and read their names, read the years, and just like imagine what did they do for a living? Aww. Were they married? Did they have kids? What did they dress like? There's just so much history in right. cemeteries. That like if you don't think of it as like oh this is spooky and weird it's it's like a history museum kind of you totally know what I mean? and there's That's actually really a true. lot of love when you take away the spookiness of it Brie um, I mean when you think of like families that gather there and are always there for anniversaries or birthdays like yeah. there's a lot of love in cemeteries that yeah. is true the fact that people still go back to honor someone's memory and remember them yeah I never thought of it that way. I whole, turned like, you guys. You turned. I turned you guys. And I like it because I think of wedding vows. So like death do you part. Right. Yeah. So have you guys set a date? We just got our date finalized yesterday. Ooh. I haven't even told anyone yet. I mean, I don't think I can actually give away my date. No, you don't but, have to. But it's yeah, next, but you have it. Yeah, next fall. Oh, okay. nice. Oh, and so I have love you fall. Same wedding. Same because you don't sweat. Yeah, sw- and the wedding the gowns backdrop. are gorgeous, mm-hmm. and what you could do. Yeah. I really wanted a fall wedding, but because of reality television, we had to have it in a certain time period. You know what? I will say this because I have bitched and complained about Bravo derailing my my plans because it is very hard to plan a wedding on TV because you have to get like location. You know, every them sign mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. But I will say they have been so great at letting me pick my date. That's oh, awesome. That's because wow. our producers were like, no, you have to get married in the summer. That's Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want to sweat. Neither does Bo. It's like the one thing that we both agree on. We just don't like being hot and sweating. Yeah. Please don't make us have our most special day in the fucking sun with yeah. eczema and everything just like <laughs> popping out and like heat rashes. Like we don't want that. No. And they were we're like, fine. Okay. So that's cool. That's I, I feel like, you know, yeah. the, the networks can be difficult, but sometimes I feel like we are like their children Yeah, and they do care. I know like everything deals with money and TV time, but it's nice when they show that. Right. I, I appreciate like, it so much. And the fact that they let me have my own, I like how they say they yeah. let me have my own date <laughs> makes me want to be even easier to work with. Right. So I'm, I, it's, that's it's so good. See, that's awesome. Now, have you had a lot of designers hit you up for your dress? I honestly settled on my wedding dress before anything else. I was looking on Pinterest and online and I couldn't find anything that like spoke to me. And then I just saw this one photo that I was like, that's my vibe and Aww. reached out to the designer. And so that's what. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I didn't so even really cool. try on any. I tried on like two wedding dresses. So I just knew. When you know, you know. Yeah. That's the one thing really about a do. bride. Like, yeah. I feel like my dress was the first thing I picked. And 
it's like when you know, you know, and I've, I knew it before I was going to get married. Totally. What I wanted. <laughs> and <laughs> before I, I even had a man, I was like, I know what I want. Oh, I still know what I want. <laughs> you just know. And it's like, you don't want to change that. And you know, if you've been through it before, I'm like, I know exactly. Are you going to have same. the same wedding dress for your wedding? So Brie and I have discussed this. Um, I want to. We, d- we don't agree on this. I picked okay. it for me. No one ever saw it. And it is gorgeous. Did you at all, though, think about what he would think of you in that dress? Boom. Like how you think, I mean, I can't remember, I think, but then I feel like I made it so selfishly about me. I was feeling good in it. When they showed me the photos, I was like, oh, wow. So, I mean, I probably did think about him. Like, oh, he's so going to cry. But um, I don't know. (laughs) I I just love it so much. I feel like she should donate it. I told yeah. her, well, you know, donate them and get a new one. I originally had a, what do you call it? Harvey Weinstein's wife. Why can't I think of Marquesa. her? Marquesa. So I had Marquesa. And I was like, this is amazing. It was so Grace Kelly. And I felt like a princess. Then all that shit went down. And everyone was like, you can't wear Marquesa down the aisle. And I was like, she didn't do it. He did it. But it was so oh, controversial. No. Yeah, And it's just being filmed and everything. So then that's why I went and looked for this other dress. But when I saw this other dress, I was like, that's way more me. And so, but now I have these two gorgeous dresses. You have two fucking wedding dresses just hanging out. Just gorgeous, gorgeous ones. Like, where are they? They're not in your home. Yeah. In my dressing room. Really? Yeah. With just, it's just crazy. It has its own like rack and they're just big in there. Wow. Well, I I feel like she should donate them. Let someone else use them. I think so too. let's go back to the board. I'm not trying to like (laughs) force my opinion on you, but think how much fun you can have doing that all over again. That's true. But didn't you find it tiring too? No, because I didn't do that much. Oh yeah. See, (laughs) I just felt like I I don't do well in the moments where it's always like, oh, oh my gosh. I don't do well in that. So when that kept happening with champagne, I was like, yeah, I can't do this again. Like, <laughs> I mean, the second time I went and did, I literally did it with just my mom. And we yeah. were already buzzed kind of before. Um, you did it one time with me, just you and I in New York. <laughs> what? We did? No, that was Bridesmaid. That was oh, for you, that was girl. For those made of honor dresses. <laughs> oh. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> we'll be right back with Stassi. But first, a quick break. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce 
and a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. And we actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. 
Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla? I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this. And I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. So you've created an empire and Brie and I, like, we always appreciate women that you come in, you rock reality TV, but what you grow beyond that, it's kind of what we've grown from beyond the ring. And we always love picking other women's um, brains and get their advice on how you balance, how you balance what you've built. That is something that I am learning every single day to do. Balancing is not my top talent, (laughs) I would say. Me too. And every year I feel like more things happen and there's more to do and more to work on. And then I feel, I feel like the rest of like my friendships suffer. Mm -hmm. My relationships with my family suffers. I'm struggling to find a way to work all the time and like be a supportive, good friend to like call someone and check in on them. I can't remember the last time I did that. And that makes me feel guilty all the time. Well, you know, one of my new year's resolutions was to be a better friend in 2020 because I have felt the same. I've been forgetting birthdays and like not checking up on friends, not responding back. And these are like my best friends, but it sucks because I feel like when you're on text or on the phone, you get back to all the business and then you're exhausted at that point. And then I don't want to use my phone anymore. It's like I respond to whatever emails or texts I need to respond to. I look at Daily Mail. I check my Instagram. And then I'm like, Damn Daily Mail. Take it away. I don't want to use the phone. I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to get into a text conversation that's the worst typing in my fingers, Krim. And it's just like… And it's always a misunderstanding over text. Yeah, And I feel like social media makes us all feel connected 24-7. So I see my friends' kids and their lives every day on Instagram, but there's no communication, but I feel like we're still present in a way in our lives. But I'm like, no, Brie, you got to call. Yeah. You got to find out more than the pictures of the kids going to school or dinner, you know? I know, but it's so hard. When do you get the time to like set aside a good half an hour for someone. It's like that half an hour I need actually. I need to just zone out and watch a television show because that's like my spa. 
You know what I mean? It's like true. that's my like that's my meditation. Like yeah. and if I don't have that, I'll go crazy. So like balancing is something I need tips. Now is it I, hard for you to balance just because we get it with reality television, but having to showcase your family life, your friendships? Yes and no. I'd like to think that I'm used to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because our show, it is our real group of friends. Yeah. Like we're all best friends. And when we stop filming, we're still who each other calls. You know what I yeah. mean? Totally. So it, it's easy with them because they understand, which is I think also what makes us even closer all the time because there is no judgment in what we're doing. It's kind yeah. of like we're all here working for the same thing. I think it's hard to balance when you have to like maybe expose things with your family or your mm-hmm. significant other or a friend that isn't necessarily a main cast member of the show because they did not sign up for this. Your family didn't technically sign up for this. And sometimes your boyfriend or your significant other didn't sign up for it. So that's when it gets hard. Yeah. Artem's been, his eyes have been open because he just joined our season, but he wasn't expecting what was about to happen because we're just such open books. You just get used to it, right? When it's been so long and poor guy was like, it's Whoa. another world and no it one is. wants to see a perfect relationship. It's no. like everyone, you know, comes into reality TV being like, but we're great. And it's going to, no, they are looking for the cracks. They're looking for anything that is relatable and interesting and salacious. Mm-hmm. No one wants to see two people just getting along playing a house. And you know? kind of that negativity in your life is what gets amplified. And you're like, okay, yeah. there's a lot more singing birds happening in my life than yeah. all the angry ones, I swear. Yeah. But that is tough. And, you know, this season of Total Bellas, we kind of re- – well, we do rekindle our relationship with our father. And we did it a little before we started filming, but we brought it on. But it does bring out all the skeletons in the closet, and that's hard. And I saw stuff with your mom, and I was like, gosh, yeah. I so relate to you. That was so hard. That that was actually one of the hardest things because it's like it was, this is my mother who yeah. is not getting paid to do this. And we're going through this on camera and didn't speak for almost a year. It's like that is – Oh, it gives me the chill. It's, me too. That's a lot. And it's hard to make your family understand that like right. this is that you're not attacking them or using yeah. them. Using them. They always like- think like, oh, you're the one that orchestrated this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I did not orchestrate this argument. Like yeah. we're just happened to be fighting and our producers are gonna pounce on it naturally. Right. right? You know? Totally. Oh, but your brother's so mature. Nicholas. So cute. So cute. I know. The way he, he speaks, I'm like, wow. He's so cute. Now he's like 15 years old and his like voice is dropped. He's taller than I am. <laughs> it's isn't that weird what happens? So weird. Like it, yeah. <laughs> that's adorable though. That is. So do you have any advice on so Brie and I, we just well, we didn't write a book. We had to have a ghostwriter um, because if we were right at well, people <laughs> wouldn't understand. Send us back to school. They'd be like, are these complete sentences? Like, is this just... a children's book? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I'd even be afraid to write a children's book and get judged. Um, but your book was so successful. Thank you. Yeah, so successful. You're welcome. Um, so what's your advice on, you know, selling a book and just how you, I mean, how you made it, how you did it? Honestly, it was really hard. And I'm in the middle of writing the second, which is harder than the first. Oh, yeah. I will say, because I had such a clear vision of what I wanted my first book to be. Yeah. Well, I majored in English literature. So I knew a thing or two. I I didn't just like come out hoping that I could string a sentence together. I knew a little bit about writing a book. You have to write about what you know. And when I started my podcast, is when I realized that so many girls 
loved this basic bitch idea and just like owning it and not shying away from it or it being a negative thing. It's like, who cares if you're a basic bitch? It's fun. You know what I mean? And I'm like, for our listeners, if they don't know what a basic bitch is, what would you define that? Well, I don't define it in the way that the rest of the world does because yeah. the rest of the world will just say like it's somebody who's unoriginal, who yeah. likes mainstream things, who doesn't keep you guessing, someone like yeah. that. I don't think of it like that because I, I just think being a basic bitch and liking basic things is just embracing what's popular because sometimes what's popular is good. Like top 40 music, there's a reason that it's so successful and popular. You shouldn't be ashamed of whatever it is you like because people are like, you're so basic. So I knew that that was something that people were connecting with from the podcast. And that's something I could write about. It's like not rocket science for Mm -hmm. me to write about that. And I mean, honestly, I was terrified when it came out. I'm like, did was I too nice in this book? Was I too mean in these certain parts? You are going to second guess yourselves all the time. And yeah. I wish I had advice for that. But just to trust that whatever you're putting out there, if it's what's authentic and real, mm-hmm. I think just people want to relate to something that's authentic and real. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. That. And, and that's what we did. We Well, we always love to have that authenticity because you could, I mean... I feel like I could see right through people Same. and read them, you know? And, and then, I wonder, I'm like, is it because we're on reality TV that we yeah. feel like we can see through that? Or totally. can everyone? Right. Like, I wonder. I don't, don't know. look at everything different? Even when yeah. people are, like, you know, it's award season. So when people are doing their speeches, it's like, I could totally see the bullshit or I could see what's so real and, like, authentic and it draws me in. Yes. Like, or I get turned off. Yes, like right. Brad Pitt the other day when oh. he he was so charming. But I'm like, you know, he wrote that Tinder joke months yeah. ago. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. He I will wait say, to Brad is just so cool. I, like, right. He is cool. He just doesn't even have to try. He's the one guy that no matter at 85, we're going to be like, damn, he's so cool. Charming as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we wrap up, um, I love that when we came on your podcast, you asked us about like, what was one thing that you could take back in reality TV? And I think that's always something fun, not fun to talk about, but what people are always it's so curious about. It's interesting. So what would be your moment? I wish I would have thought of this as I was asking you guys, Mm -hmm, what would I take back? I'm going through seasons one, two, three, four. I don't know that it would necessarily be take back anything. I think it would be more, I would handle myself differently. When I like look back at like seasons, I think it was six when I was with my ex-boyfriend, Patrick with the man bun, that one. (laughs) I can't watch that season because I'm just so embarrassed by how I was. I watched myself and I like don't have a voice. Mm -hmm. It was like I was in this relationship that just he dominated me and I just couldn't speak up or talk back. I was like a shell of myself and Mm. that I just wish I would have been different. I don't feel yeah. like I did women justice. And there were so many people who tweeted me during that time that were like, I used to look up to you because you've been so strong. You've been such like this independent girl who's been an inspiration and seeing you like this, I'm so disappointed. And I'm like, so am I. I'm disappointed wow. in myself too. I wish yeah. I could have been better for you, but I, like, I couldn't. I think that's it. There isn't really that much yeah. I would take back. But that's the beauty of reality television is you see 
us go through ups and downs and that there are moments we're strong and then there's moments we're weak. And so, and it is crazy what love can do. I mean, we've all been there. You can be Wonder Woman and we can turn into the Black Widow. It can make you crazy. It can change you. You don't make you better. It's you don't. You can just be literally like in this bubble and you just don't even know how much you've changed either for the better or the worst. You know what I mean? And and I am thankful for reality TV because of that, because then it gives me like a mirror of it that I can watch six months later and be better next time. Because right. I'm like, well, okay, I saw that that's what I was like. I can learn from that. Now I cannot do that again. <laughs> so I have learned so much about myself and oh, me grown too. by watching. I'm just like, wow, okay, I'm not going to do that again. But yeah. I feel like we are fortunate because we do get to literally watch and learn and see our mistakes and yeah. then constantly see them on social media and memes and whatever else. <laughs> oh, the memes. Like, oh, gosh. So I have one last question. Okay. You always have to top me. I do. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules is a huge, huge show. I mean, our brother and sister-in-law are They are obsessed. They hard. literally came to visit us in L.A., and they live in Phoenix and they Ubered. Is it Tom Tom? Is that the Tom name? Tom Tom? Yeah, the Tom. New, newest one. I mean, yes. And they I had to like, make sure, just they don't miss an episode. Like I know tonight they already got the popcorn and the pizza. <laughs> They're excited. But I think it's so cool because celebrities talk about Vanderpump Rules. Like you hear Chrissy Teigen. We were literally at the, um, the E Awards. And when she saw the table of majority of you guys there, was, she yeah, right by us. lost her shit. It's so crazy. It, how does that feel? It is so fucking weird. I And honestly, like every time I hear somebody being like, I'm a fan, it's like Selena Gomez or like Amy Schumer, like Jennifer Lawrence. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing that you have time to watch this shit? <laughs> right? Like, I love it. How? It's good shit. But th- it that's also how I feel, though, when I watch like, 90 day fiance like that is <laughs> Dude, that show gets such high viewership it's insane it's trash but it's fantastic and like every time I communicate with somebody on that show I just feel like oh my god this is so cool so I'm imagining that has to be what I don't know it, that it is does. it's it's you, so weird it's you so just weird find what entertains you like yeah. and it's great I mean I'm so into cheerleading right now because of cheer on Netflix oh I, everyone's my, talking about that too I stalked every I single one of those kids really it wasn't my jam she wasn't okay. her jam but you guys definitely got robbed that was that two years ago at the it's, People's Choice Awards that you guys should have beat Kardashians we get For robbed by the Kardashians the every oh. single time and I loved how you loud do. you all were about it like, it was great. And then we were with Jer- our table. We had to share with Jersey Shore. Yeah. And you guys were next to us. So Jersey it was fun Shore to hear Jersey Shore too. We all need to go out. Yes, I mean, that would be so that. fun. How fun. Listen, I nominate one of you to party plan the shit out of Let's that. Let's do it. Because, you know, we're friends oh, we with will. Katie. We're so close now, with her brother. I just saw Katie right before this. Um, and I was like, oh, guess what I'm doing today? Aww. And she loves you guys. So, She's yeah. so awesome. Katie's awesome. And her niece, Dot. Oh, the most beautiful, smart, funny kid. I, mean, I don't even understand. I know. She, that's like old Hollywood right there. Yeah. The face. Yeah. I know. She is just so precious. Well, thank you thank for coming you on guys. our podcast. This was so much fun. Thanks. So in the future, we'll have a prisoner night. Prisoner. You'll do it. over the wedding dresses. Okay. We have <laughs> yes. Yes. That sounds like an amazing <laughs> night. <laughs> Wow, she's really awesome. Yeah, we need to plan a dinner without prisoner. It'll be <laughs> one of my choice. But you know what? All this talk of engagement and wedding bells, I say we bring out 
my fiance, Artem. Because it's time for Bella Brains. But first, a quick break. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops. When everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes, usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. All right, Bella Army. Bella Brains is hosted by my man, my fiance, Artem Shigvinsu. Ooh, the fiance thing. Didn't expect that one coming. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show where we keep the score to see who has the stronger. Bella Brains. That is right. And we're keeping track of who wins each week. And the first person to five wins a donation to their favorite charity paid for by the loser. The current score is zero to four. Bree, unfortunately, in the lead. That Again. is right. I am smoking you. I might do a sweep on this one. 
All right, who is going to win this round? Let's find out. It's time for... Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Okay, who is leaving the room first? Should I leave and leave my winning for the big moment? Oh, gosh. Yeah, go. All right, so today's Bella Brains, the topic is... The first ladies. Ooh. Okay. Do you know anything about it? It's going to be tough. I know. It is going to be tough. Ready for the first question? I am. Okay. So the first question is, what does the first lady of the United States do in their responsibilities? I mean, it's quite a few things, right? There is the one that pretty much what their responsibility is. Supports her husband, the president? Well, that's not really their responsibility. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of given. You don't have to be the first lady to do that. They focus on the charity side of the United States. Decorating? I mean, the White House? No. I mean, that... Hosting? That, okay, getting closer. So hosting all the dinners? Yes, that is correct. So Yes. The first and foremost is that the hostess of the White House and all the social and the ceremonial events. Awesome. Okay, so I'm 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 gonna count that one in. Okay. okay. I think I'm yeah, gonna count that one in. Yeah. Question number two. How many first ladies has there ever been? Oh gosh. I should mm. know this because it's as many presidents. Oh, isn't it though? Shit. <laughs> 52? Uh, 56. Uh, One more guess. One more guess. 68. I honestly think... Incorrect. It's It's 53. Dang it. Okay, fine. I got it wrong. Okay. Question number three. Who is the very, very first first lady? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I know her name. You do? That's so good. How about get it right this time? What was time? George's wife's name? Barbara? No, Betty. That is incorrect. Her name is Martha. Martha. Duh. So you got one correct out of three. Whatever. Nicole. Let me go get free. Okay. Good luck. Three, welcome to <laughs> oh. this edition of Bella Brains. And the topic is... First ladies. Okay, so question number one. What does the first lady of the United States do and what are her responsibility? I'm looking for one, very specific one. So what does the first lady do? Yeah. Does she run charity (laughs) for the White House? Well, she does, but that's not really her responsibility. That's her choice. Her responsibility is to make appearances for the Um, White House. I mean, yeah, kind of. It's not really like main responsibility. It's a responsibility to be the wife to the president. (laughs) Well, that's kind of given (laughs) what she's the wife. I mean, to be the wife, but I said to be a supportive wife. That is not her responsibility. Again, it's her choice. Is her responsibility to host dinner parties. 
Ding, 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 ding. She the is reason- the hostess of the White House the with all the social the and ceremonial events. The That's her responsibility. The reason I know I got is right because too. I saw something with Michelle Obama who had to host a dinner party at the White House, but she didn't want to miss like something with her daughters, so she made sure she could do both, but her obligation was to host the dinner party. So, so yeah, congratulations. Question yes. number two. How many first ladies has there been? Oh, that's interesting because I don't think all the presidents were married. 56? Hmm. That is incorrect. 51? <laughs> that is incorrect. 49? <gasps> that is incorrect. Damn it, how many? So there has been 45 presidents, but 53 first ladies, including 42 official and 11 acting as a first lady. Well, that was confusing. I know, right? That's so weird. Okay, question number three. Who is the very first first lady? What was her name? It was Abraham Lincoln's wife, right? Abraham Lincoln was not the first president of the United States of America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm being so mean. Well, George Washington. Oh, you just gave it away. Oh, shit. Why would you do that? But I don't know his wife's name. What was her name? <laughs> I remember she got ill. Didn't she get really sick? A little cuckoo? Did I don't she know. go to like, the cuckoo I house? I have no idea. I just know her first and last name. That's all I know by her. Just start guessing names, Bray. Sarah. Hmm, that's interesting. Sarah for back then. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like next name going to be North. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Damn it. What was her name? Well, you said you already didn't know. So it's like, I know, but like, maybe you'll come to me. Oh, George Washington. I went and saw the play Hamilton. George. I know. I went and saw Hamilton, but George Washington's wife wasn't in Hamilton. All right. Come on. All right. Chill out. Margaret. Incorrect. Damn it. Um, trying to think of names that were big back then. Anne Marie. Incorrect. Damn it's it. It's very close. Her name is Martha, Martha Washington. Oh, Martha Washington. <laughs> I it was Betty Washington. I know. Was. What a crazy name. Anyway, tiebreaker question. You ready for this? Yeah. What would the title be? Of a husband of the female president. First man. Incorrect. First sir. Incorrect. First husband. Incorrect. First gentleman. That is correct. Yes. First gentleman. Damn it. <laughs> I said first sir. Yeah. First sir. First sir. <laughs> oh, <man>. well, congratulations, <laughs> Nicole. Finally, I won. <laughs> And the score is 4 to 1. Bree is comeback. in the lead. Don't get used to winning over there. <laughs> All right, everyone. Join us again next week for another edition of Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Aw, thank you, Artem, for hosting another Bella Brains. Now it's time for Bella Army Q&A. <laughs> 
As always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. This week, we have something really special because Skylar Gray and Elliot Taylor are answering two tweets. And the first question is from at Carissa5282. Skylar and Elliot call each other fiancés, but I don't think I've ever heard their engagement story and when they got engaged. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, so shit. So that's a kicker because I, I... I proposed to him. Yeah, I didn't propose. Ooh. Yeah, I was the one down on a knee. Yes. Yeah. Girl power. We were in Honestly. London. Yeah, it was on my birthday. It was on his birthday, um, and I had gotten him a ring but it's crazy because he had gotten me a ring too mm. we gave it we planned to give it to each other on the same day and her assi- her assistant at the time Vanessa who, who I love keeping yeah. the secret on I, both sides I came no to her and I was way. like hey Vanessa I was like hey I'm, I'm gonna get her this ring I was like I'm not gonna propose yet I like wanna ask her dad I said, but I plan to, but I don't want to wait that long and I'm anxious. So I designed this ring and I, I just want to give it to her as like a love ring. I was like, is that cheesy? She's like, you better fucking propose because girls don't take <laughs> love rings anymore. Right. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I want to, I want to ask her dad. And so I told her, I was like, I'm going to have it shipped to rehearsal in Detroit when we're in Detroit. Yeah. We were on tour with Eminem at the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. And we both had our rings shipped in the same day in Detroit, which is crazy. No way. And I, yeah. and like, we, did, we didn't know. He we lied both to lied. me. He was like, oh, I have some paperwork coming to the hotel. I got to go down and sign it. And then I was like, oh, I have something for my outfit coming down to the <laughs> so hotel both- to the front desk. And so we both picked up these packages and yeah. they were our rings. But oh, we didn't know it at the time. That's we, really romantic. When we got to London, um, he gave me a ring earlier in the day. Yeah, we were in bed. Napping. And... um he opened the box it and it had a light on it and it was you know, this bright green emerald oh like God. that lit up. Then he told me it was like a promise ring, but he thought that was stupid. So he called it a love ring. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Oh my God. Cause I had this other ring that I was going to give him. Um, but I didn't feel like that was the right moment. I didn't want to like do it right then. So we spent the whole night partying for his birthday later that night when we got back to the hotel, I, I was so nervous. Like I yeah. was I had a stomach ache the whole day. And <laughs> I was tired and a little drunk at this point. I was like, let's go to bed. It was after the show and everything. It was a long trip. Yeah. And she was like, let's go out for a walk. And it was two yeah. in the morning. Our flight was oh. at five. I said, I don't want to go out for a walk right now. But I was just, I had a stomach ache. I was like, let's go first stroll. We found those bikes you can rent in London. And we like started biking around London. It was like empty, misty streets. It was so beautiful. And then we pulled up to this beautiful gate. It was like a wrought iron gate. gate. Yeah, it was super gothic. And um, I don't know why you got off your bike. I just got off my bike because I just was, I just got off my bike. And she got off hers. And then I dropped mine and it was so loud in the whole neighborhood (laughs) where the mocha. Dogs started barking. Oh my God. (laughs) And then I was like, well, I haven't given you your birthday present yet. Um, And I figure I have the rest of my life or our lives to give you anything you want. And so this year I want to give you my heart. Yeah. And I got down on my knee. Oh my God. And I asked him to marry me. Yeah. It oh was, my, oh I have chills. It was <laughs> nuts. We were both face. crying. We were like, what's going yeah. on? That <laughs> yeah. is that's, so It's like a movie. Sweet. Like, you know that movie, One Fine Day? I feel like they could do a total movie of One Fine Day from your story from beginning to end. Oh. I know. We could get a good hour and a half. One content. fine engagement. Yeah. Is that what you would say? 
So sorry, that was kind of long. But no, that's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. We've been engaged and I like for a that minute. You asked. Yeah, yeah, it's been like years two now. years. We're now. totally enjoying being engaged. We have no rush to get married. And <clears throat> yeah, no yeah. rules. I, yeah. I'm the same. Like, no rules. I told Art, I'm like, there's no, there's no rush. No, let's just enjoy being engaged. There's no pressure. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the pressure. I feel like well, we are married. Yeah, right. I feel like you guys are married too. But I love it because. Every time you guys make music together, I always feel like I feel your guys' love story through your music. That's why oh. I'm excited for everyone to hear oh. your duet because I don't know what it is about you two, but it's just like your souls are meant to be on earth to make music together. And oh, be honestly, together. Oh, I love hearing that. that makes Marie, you before so happy. we get to that, though, we have one more question. I know. It's from at Meet Me Out Back. Ooh, that's mm. a great. That great wasn't taken. Twitter name. <laughs> what are their inspirations when they are creating music together? Hashtag Bella's podcast. Oh, I oh, love that. That's a good, that's yeah, a good, that's one. A good one. Mm. Well, pretty much we don't make music apart anymore. Mm. Um, ever since we started making music together, I like don't want to write without him. And Yeah, there's no <laughs> way I'm doing a session without her either. Yeah, because we just love bouncing stuff off of each other. And sometimes I come up with an idea and he helps me finish it or vice versa. He'll come up with an idea and I help him finish it. Yeah. And, um, there's all sorts of vibes, though. It's really trippy how um, a one concept can start and it could be all about love. And then the final version well, could all be about... Well, let's talk about an example. Yeah, talk about the recent like so the recent we song. We just had that- a song come out with Eminem. Um called leaving heaven and i was in new york you called me i was like babe i got an idea yeah and, <laughs> and he sent me like a little recording and it was this leaving heaven was the the concept and i loved the title but there was something about like it was about song. i was leaving her and for the day or whatever and she's gone and it feels like i'm leaving heaven but when i heard the title leaving heaven i immediately thought revenge Oh. And so I took that title in a completely different way than he like meant it. Yeah. It's like, what if you wrote a song about leaving heaven to go fuck shit up? Yeah. Yeah. You like know? go to hell and- for a minute. It's like, <laughs> I got to take a, a quick trip down to hell. Like I'm leaving heaven. Yeah. You, you go know? punch someone in the face. Yeah. Like, quick. yeah, I got to yeah. go deal with this. And yeah. then he was like, yo, that's dope. And so then when I got home, we like turned it into this, this song um, and then sent it off to Marshall Mathers and. That's so I still cool. can't believe that I work with him, by the way. That's just, I mean. And that you've worked I, with him so like, I know. I, but I feel like you guys are music. such a great duo. You complement his music so much when you guys work together. I couldn't imagine him having anyone else besides you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they flow. They, they flow. do flow. Yeah. It's like crazy. That's for sure. Well, let's talk oh. about your guys' duet. Because I want to hear kind of the story yeah. on what made you guys create it and... Just what was the inspiration? It's a cool take on love. And it's like that, you know, that moment where you catch somebody across the room and you you instantly feel this connection. Yeah. That's kind of what it's about. And um, yeah, it's really pretty. Oh my God, I love that. I know, I can't I wait, can't to, wait hear to hear it. it. Why well, say we play it? Let's play it. Let's, Let's play it. All right, show. you guys. Well, that was it for this week's Bell Army Q&A. But you're all in for a special treat because right now here on the Bell's Podcast, we are about to drop Held Up. I was standing alone, I was minding my own Trying to make up my mind, what am I sipping on? Is it a bottle of gin and let the devil in? Or a six-pack of beer and turn the TV on? Then I felt a vibe, so I turned to my right Heart beating so fast, thought I was gonna die Cause it's so damn fine, I was frozen in time With my jaw on the floor, you got me feeling like I'm held up at the liquor store, 
that we just got to hear the first duet of Skylar Gray and Elliot Taylor. I literally still have chills and all I want is for Artem and I to be able to sing together. (laughs) All right, Bella Army, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast and a huge thank you to our special guest, Stassi Schroeder. You are one badass babe and I cannot wait to have some wine with you. Yes, and I'll drink Prisoner with you. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And as always, call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And a very special thanks to my fiance, Artem, for being an amazing Bella Brains host. And Until next week, remember to stay fearless and you'll always go green mode if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.